1: Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800 333 4Kia for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10 year 100,000 mile powertrain and 5 year 60,000 mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novela, which is a fancy way of saying. A podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio, season 9. Love Love at first first listen. listen.
2: everybody what's going on welcome in to a brand new episode of snaps your favorite daily college football podcast it is thursday april 20th that's right it is the 420 edition of snaps and uh we are very excited to be here and and you know i wrestled with it a lot am i adult yet am i not do I do something stoner themed because it's 420? Is that played out and a little cheesy? And at the end of the day, Aaron, I said no. Um, you know what? Let's 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 just do a little fun thing. Let's do a little thing. So I have been in the lab. I've been taking. I've been crafting, and I have brought um, you the most accurate, objective, and absolutely correct college football stoner list. Talking about head coaches, the head coaches that are the biggest stoners. In college football. And so we'll bring you that list very quickly. And then uh, it's also Big Ten Ranking Day. We're going to rank the Big Ten coaches. Uh, Let me welcome in, though, my beautiful, if self-centered, college football co-host, Aaron Murray. Aaron, what's going
3: on, man? Uh, Just so excited to get to Baton Rouge tonight. I was excited to get a little tea time tomorrow. T-Bob did a great job. Did the recon for me. Found the great course. But forgets to mention that it's going (laughs) to fucking pour all day tomorrow. So yeah, he even rescheduled yeah. his daughter's birthday party from outdoors to indoors. Yeah. Yep. Set me up for failure to, you know, now I'm like down 40 bucks. I can't get a refund of my golf. So oh, you,
2: oh, well, don't worry. You're going to win it. You're going to win it back with your Carson Beck to win. high school. I'm going right? to crash your daughter's party and steal the cake. That's uh, that, do. that, um, that feels crazy. Uh, but <laughs> that doesn't feel like bad content. I mean, if you wanted snaps to go a little viral, if we wanted to get aggregated uh, videos of you running in front of my three-year-old daughter and eating the cake before she blows out the candles as they're singing <laughs> happy birthday, like I guarantee you that would go viral. Um, so I don't know. Maybe, maybe we should do that. A little, like a little work, like a little WWE thing. Yeah. Then I could pick no. you up and like slam you through the table in front of all the no. kids. Uh, no, no, that'd be, no, yeah. No, no, yeah, no, no, no. Your body no. can take it. No, dude. are fairly look. If, if you can get hit by Nick Farrelly and survive a broken sternum, you can take a table bump. Easy. Easy mode, dude. Um,
3: mm, we're good. We're good. I'll thank be you good to boy. everyone. I may crash the party. I really, I really may crash the party, though. So, you know. Uh, I would day, look. Hey. I,
2: c- come on, dude. Even though, yeah, we're, we're doing it in the morning. Come on by. Um, and then I got a t-ball game in the afternoon. Otherwise, I would go golfing with you Friday afternoon. But, like, I've already missed, like, three or four of these t-ball games, even though I'm technically assistant coach. I'm like, guys, aren't we too young to do that? Like, can't we do this on, like, a Thursday or something during the week? Everybody wants to go do stuff on Friday. Like, okay, family stuff, whatever, whatever. Um, <clears throat> so,
4: what's so you'd your say t-ball be in here? league is on Fridays? Friday at
2: 530. That's insane. Oh, what?
4: <laughs> Sounds like an awful way to
2: start the week I- <laughs> off. Uh, yeah, no, it's, 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 it's a horror. It's an objectively awful time. No, it doesn't really matter. Really. I, you know, I lose T-ball in the loosest of terms. We have about 23 five-year-old girls that just like to just kind of hang out and bebop around. I, I tell them to do the get ready dance, which is where we all just like jump from foot to foot and do this thing right here. Like we're in a defensive position. It doesn't really, uh, doesn't really work because they just start doing that but they start spinning all directions like yeah, whatever but yes friday so uh, unfortunately can't go golfing because i'm a good father and i'm not skipping these um these these games um uh I, snaps top golf okay they, well whatever whatever we're gonna check thank you to the volume sports for having us here youtube.com slash like the video share the post if you like the podcast please rate review it wherever you listen apple spotify whatever uh what do we want to do first fearless producer ryan brumley big Ten coaches or top five stoners Big Ten coaches. Stoners. No,
4: Stoners okay, we'll,
2: we'll, okay, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, all right, Aaron, so you remember how we did this. We did this for the SEC, of which we will be releasing yes. a graphic of soon. Today we're going to do it with the Big Ten. Our goal is to set up a SNAPS official objective ranking of all the Power 5 uh, coaches, for each Power 5 set of coaches, right? So we did our SEC last week. This week the Big Ten is on the table, and we haven't seen each other's lists. Um, we'll see how close we are, and then we'll kind of talk it out like we did the last one to, to arrive at our decision. Um, Aaron, I'll let you start. I feel like the top of this is pretty obvious, though. So I'm going to be intrigued yes. to see if it works in Potico.
3: Go ahead. Who's your number one? No, no, I want you to start. I want you to start. Oh, okay, yeah, I got Harbaugh one.
2: Yeah, I got, got Harbaugh one. one as well.
3: I got Harbaugh one day, too. I think Harbaugh yep. is, is, is done it with, with less talent. At at Michigan, and back to back years, I take that that's that's huge. He's, he's he's all of a sudden he has flipped the script of Ohio State dominating for two decades. Now all of a sudden it seems like Michigan is the aggressors. Michigan is the better team. Michigan's the better coach team with great talent. I'm not saying like there's like this huge disparity of like gap of you know Ohio State talents is way up here. Michigan's way down here. They're not that far but, off. But Ohio State, I would still say is better talent than Michigan. But somehow, yeah, yeah. Hardball's found a way at home and on the—I mean, on the road last year, dominated their ass. <laughs> so, like, year one was was—you know—we kind of blamed the weather. Like, you know, hey, it was snowing, not not not—you know—advantage the team that wants to run the football. But you know, fool me once, you know, shame on me. No shame on you. Yes. Fool me twice, shame no, fool on you. Yeah, shame yeah, on yeah. you. Yeah. Not, yeah. 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 So I'm not going to get fooled again. They're they're the better football team right now. I think they're the better football team this year. And Hardball's <laughs> done like, a great job. Did you just stumble into an accidental George Bush quote?
2: Oh, uh, no, what I is did.
3: it? Yeah, <laughs>
2: you ain't, you ain't <laughs> gonna fool me twice. <laughs> Won't we'll, we'll, we'll get fooled again. Yeah, yeah. We'll fooled again. Uh, I ain't gonna get so, fooled again. Damn it! I look. I, I agree, man. um I think it's as simple as what you said. Harbaugh's done more with less. Yep. Ryan Day's done yep. less with more. And I really appreciate the fact that, and, and let's be clear, these are 2023 rankings, okay? So it's, yes. it's very, you know, what have you done for me lately here? Because it is wild to think just two years ago, we we thought Harbaugh should be fired. We were calling him Les Miles, ready to sacrifice him, send him to pasture, and something happened where that off-meta, old-school toughness approach just finally got through to his players. Now, we've actually talked about this. There's been really good reporting on this and how he kind of changed a lot of things. He became more open with his players. He kind of adjusted his style a bit. He empowered his assistant coaches. So he went within himself, found change while still maintaining that toughness philosophy, and he finally got that message through to this recent generation, and they have been awesome. Now, look, Ryan Day, best offensive mind in the Big Ten. No doubt. No doubt, coach number two. Yep. Since he showed up, all Ohio State's offense does is though for... 40 to 50 touchdowns a year. Um, all they do is win. Uh, but you had a pretty good you had a pretty good um take thesis, the 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 foundations of a great take Aaron. And when you were asking in the group text the other day, like if he like when does Ryan Day start feeling a little heat for for yeah. for being close
3: but never getting to light that cigar? Well, I wonder if 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 they lose for a third year this year in a row to Michigan. You know, and say they drop another one along the way, like I know we talked about it yesterday, like Ohio State, you kind of bank on the fact that they're going to have an elite quarterback that's going to throw for 40 plus touchdowns. But what if they don't? What if they do finally get their DJU and Ohio State's nine and three and you get blown out by Michigan, Michigan's moved on to the playoffs for for a third straight year and you're kind of sitting back saying, damn, like that's three years losing to Michigan and I don't think the seat was super hot this year, but there are people talking though. Like there was at least a narrative out there that fans are not happy with the way in which he's running the program. And if it happens for three straight years, I don't think he gets fired, but I do think in his head, he starts to think maybe I, it is tight. Cause I mean, he has also been linked with possibly moving to the NFL. So yeah. I, it's a big year for him. It really is for, I love him as a head coach. I think this is all stupid, but there's also college football. And you are always compared to your biggest rival and your biggest rival is Michigan. You don't want to lose to them three years in a row, especially when you've dominated for 20 years. So, what?
2: Aaron, it, I think you really it's, nailed it's, the, the premise of the show. I think this is stupid, but it is also college football. Is really like, like <laughs> that's true. Really, yeah, really like 80% yeah. of our conversations. Yeah. That, that, I, I mean, mean that, that is, is what, that's the, no, yeah, in the best it, way, it that, is. that is the perfect summation of just, yeah, the the college football universe, uh, essentially, which is I why mean, I've they heard will you lose out their out, minds.
3: Ohio State fans, they will lose their damn minds if they're 10 and 2 and lose the final game of the year to Michigan, and Michigan but, and but
2: and they, they should, though, it's a little warranted. They're not I know, out of place I know. doing
3: that because, I mean,
2: look, we talked about it yesterday with FPI. There's an obvious big three in college football. Yeah. And you talk about the Talcat being not that much, but, I mean, like it is kind of significant to Ohio State and Michigan, same way it's kind of significant between Alabama and LSU or has been in a lot of the recent years. Like there is a clear big three that recruits the best, and um, there's one of those three without a championship, you know? The other two have multiple championships now at this point. So Ryan Dang, where are you at? Okay. Get out of here. Well, you're number two on the Snaps Big Ten list because you're actually awesome. Yeah. But, you, but you just have an impossibly high standard you have me now. Uh, number three, I got Luke Fickle. You know, so I would do more or less Cincinnati to the, uh, to the playoff. I got, I got, yeah, I got Fickle here. You
3: as well? Dude, you've been so down on Fickle. No, I was, I was shocked i thought you and i, I thought you and i are going to have a huge debate on this fickle thing you kept saying like you know he's first time now with the big boys and we're going to see what he looks like and no, you said that no i don't think i said that you
2: I, you've been no, little so like he, Fickle as a I feel brain. like the, I feel like the only thing that i've said about luke fickle on snaps is that i think he would be a good but authoritarian mm. leader in a zombie apocalypse nope. like nope. and he would have nope. slick back negan like hair uh
3: no i think um You've been no, pro Matt Rule and you've been anti fickle. Oh, okay, okay, okay,
2: okay. Yes, look, when T Cobb takes over, I can't be responsible <laughs> for T Cobb. Like, those are not T Bob's takes, okay? Uh... By the way, Matt Rule hosting a one day football camp, Aaron, Vince Papali style, like invincible, the old open tryout. Everybody's welcome, okay? You're a big running back week, like, whatever. Everybody's welcome to come try out for fullback ever since then. Jake Hester is officially on the corn, on the Cobb team, Corn Hub. He's nice. now Jake Husker, okay? We're just waiting on you, Aaron. We're waiting on you. Husker and T Cobb, we're out cheer. But, yeah, that's – What do no, I no, get? To be what's, clear, what's, what's, that's what's why, why – I'm waiting
3: for a nickname. To kind You
2: got to squat up first. No, you got to squat up first, dude. Uh, yeah, split personality. Thank you. Thank you. I actually think Luke Fickle's a great coach, like obviously. He was yes. freaking awesome yep. in Cincinnati. The amount of uh, talent that he amassed. There were so many NFL guys on that playoff team um uh yeah he, he he's great luke fickle's the third best coach in the big 10 and i think wisconsin fans should be over the moon that they got him
3: all right uh we are the same on three i'm, I'm with you i think that was one of the biggest hires this offseason he is he's he's an absolute stud he's a winner uh, about time that he left cincinnati and, and, and took a big boy job it's, it's, it's a good spot too, man. Wisconsin's a great location for him. I think the area is great for him. He can recruit up there in that part of the country. I think he's going to build a consistent winner that should be able to compete. So uh, I'm with you. Luke Fickle at three.
2: I am Go interested on. to see Wisconsin run the spread, right? I mean, hiring Phil I Longo is know. a choice. Uh, uh, I, uh,
3: I don't think, and we're going to find out, but you still got to play to your strengths. I you just can't beat your head against the wall if you got a bunch of little, you know, white guys that are running four sixes. Like, I'm not gonna run the spread offense if that's who I got. Like, you got to be your personnel a little bit too. Yeah, so, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. It's kind of like um, Alabama, you know, with, with them. It's like everyone's like, oh, they're gonna be so tough and rugged, and you know, this person. I'm like, dude, their best position heading into this year, they were a little bit down last year, but they were young, was their receivers. So like. Utilize what you got. You're not going to just yeah. beat your head against the wall if your offensive line's okay and you know you don't know as much about your running back. So I, you know, Wisconsin. I don't expect them to be ten personnel. You know, four receivers. If does you got Phil
2: Longo, does Phil Longo maybe two guys that run else? four or fives?
3: I, I mean, does Phil Longo? I don't
2: think he does. Dude. I just don't, I don't know.
3: Uh, it's going to be awesome. That doesn't big really big fit. Bad. That doesn't really fit Fickle's personality either to run us. No, not
2: at all that's why at it's gonna be so fascinating to see
3: no uh but look we think fickle can
2: make it work third best coach in the big 10 uh aaron i, I got james franklin at four obviously
3: okay. right we did not no? do this together i promise but i got james franklin oh, okay. at four too. Yeah,
2: yeah like we said the, the I, i've never the i've never been a big fan to, of him five on is I where really it gets interesting oh why not yeah
3: i agree i don't know maybe i just had salty feelings to him from when he was at vanderbilt um and just didn't really like the way he interacted with our coaches on the field at times, but he's done. A, he's, he's just he's good. He's good. I, Vanderbilt
2: as an. SEC I just remember like I remember him. So... I
3: always remember him and Grantham like about to fight each other after one of our games, and I just always. Like, had to defend tight. Grantham, which is stupid of de- ever defending Grantham, but I did because yeah, I was going to say
0: really, you're really going to stick up for Grantham yeah. in, a, in a verbal altercation. I, I know. There's I know, a picture of
2: Todd Grantham that has so much real estate in my head and it's one where he's got like pursed lips and it's either from a year or two ago and he's like glaring but his facial features look so tiny it looks as if it's a snapchat filter that makes like your face really tiny and then he has just this wide leathery face that looks like it's like i i I shouldn't even bring this up because it's so niche in my brain and tough to um really paint verbally but todd grantham looks weird as fuck to me i guess is what uh, i'm uh is what i'm getting at uh but no do james franklin won at vanderbilt okay <laughs> like, i know i know if I you can know. win enough at vanderbilt to make yep. uh aaron murray like hate you because you were good yeah. you you yeah. get like all the points now they now, beat us senior year she's I, I know a lot of um oh senior wow fuck. i know a lot yeah. of uh i know a lot of people will be yelling that james Franklin should be over luke fickle Franklin just needs to win the big ones. Okay. He takes advantage right now of everybody below them in the Big Ten, which is nothing, that's nothing to turn your nose up at. But he's got to, he's, I mean, he's got to win at the Big Ten. Uh, he, he's got to win the big ones. James, Luke Fickle's been in the playoffs.
3: What is their, uh, their schedule? Do they get, e- do they get either of those games at home this year? Cause I like their roster. I really like their roster. I love their backs. Uh, I like the young quarterback. They get Michigan at big. home, they're at Ohio State. It's all about alar.
2: That's actually in King Killer Chronicles, my favorite fantasy I've ever read as an adult. It's all about harnessing your alar. Um, okay, number five, it gets interesting. Where are you at here? Aaron, let's see if we stick together.
3: I just went ref- with we want to say it together. No, 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 You go first. Sorry. Uh I'm gonna go with Bilama. Oh! To- yes! We're still we're still He's together. Different? No, really? no, we're together. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Man. Thinking of that's crazy. I thought you were going somewhere else nah man uh he's, look I mean, he's he a perfect was... fit he's a perfect fit perfect great fit. start to he was the season good. last year obviously they got yep. the bed to end but like it's illinois like i think this is where it gets hard because there is it is it is it is, it is such a harder coaching job after the the first four really mm-hmm. after like i don't even know if you i guess you can throw wisconsin in there but like after those four like it gets significantly harder because yeah. you do not have the talent And Illinois obviously doesn't have the talent, but I mean, he's just—he's made to be there in Illinois, and what he's done since he took over a couple years ago has been impressive. So I I just the fit more than anything gets me excited about him.
2: Yeah, he took over an awful situation in Arkansas, and granted, stayed awful probably too long under him. Um, They showed life for a little bit, but ultimately, this is a Big Ten ranking, and when Brett Bielema has been the head coach in the Big Ten, he's done very well. Right? He did great at Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. And he did great. At, he did great in year one at Illinois. Far better, far more interesting. Like, we talked so much more Illinois and Brebulin than I ever would have fathomed last season. Uh, I feel okay, dude. Now that we got five the same, I feel like we should have six the same.
3: No, you're definitely not going to have this one with me. Kirk Ferenc. Nope.
2: Oh my God, dude. Of course it's Kirk to fuck up the drive. Fuck up all the offensive momentum. But I should have left. His you know I can't pick a guy that with that bad of the
3: offense. You can't oh, tell me I'm picking why? a guy with that offense. You're such a that, hater. You, all I know why you does is him. win.
2: Why all he does is win games. Him. Why? Why do you? What is this conspiratorial? I know why Nepotism. you pick her for
3: him. <laughs> That's why you love nepotism. So, yes.
2: I mean, that is true. I am a huge beneficiary of nepotism. I've I've said it plenty. So yeah, I I you're right. I the only reason I have Kirk I here is because he oh. hired his own son Brian and refuses to fire him, even though
3: he's awful. Just, uh, just hey, fire him. his salary. I That's such bad coaching. I don't care. You don't to fire his ass. He's awful. What, like, you really, come on, dude, dude. He,
2: he's 198 and 136 in 27 seasons. Are you kidding me? Yeah, he's, he's incredible. I mean, he's legitimately incredible. He took over back in 1999. Mm-hmm. He took over a one and 10 Iowa four years later, 11 and two, 10 and three, 10 and two, 11 and two and oh nine. I mean, all I'm seeing is 10 win seasons, 10 and four in 2021. Uh, you're, you're, you're just. Like, who, who is better than him left on
3: this list? I can't get over the offense. I had P.J. Fleck going next. Shut the fuck up. What has P.J. Fleck done? Yeah, P.J. Fleck said yeah, a lot. Back to back, nine win seasons. Uh, Big 10 coach of the year back in 18. Like, okay, we're geez. talking 10 win seasons. Okay, I got Fleck right after Ferentz.
2: Actually, I have a rule, but okay, we'll have that okay. fight later. Um, uh, bro, I just...
3: Look. Okay. Okay,
2: okay. 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 Let's do some horse trading here. I will. I, I'll, I'll, give you, real... I'll give you. I'll give
3: you. I'll give you. I will give you. Friends at at at. Was it five or are we at six? six? At six. At six. I'll give. I'll give you at six. I, I. I. The offense kills me a little bit. I. I. I do hate the fact Who that cares? he just can't. He his There's three son. phases to the game. Five. No. 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 I know. No. He's. But... He's. He's. Um. All right. We'll put him at six. But I do. Want okay. Fleck and then at seven.
2: That's fine. That's what I'd say. That's it. That's a fair trade. Fleck at seven. Um, and I guess I guess look, uh, in all seriousness with friends, I think he maximizes talent. I think the defense is badass. He's created quite the environment there. I mean, is he limited in terms of ever gonna get you a natty? Absolutely, but you're never gonna have just like a shitty year. Like, you're never going to have to worry about the wheels completely falling you off and you hate everything. Though, you know, watching that offense last year, there's probably a lot of Hawkeye fans who are, you know, not necessarily agreeing with me. But, um, yeah, no, all Kirk French does is he's a staple of consistency, number six on this list. Now,
3: why do you like P.J. Fleck more than Matt Rule? Why well, do I like P.J.? Um, I, I just – I'm not sold on Rule yet until he does it. Like, that's my thing. Like, he hasn't been in the he, – he, he's – He's had success in the past. He's had this interesting journey. Um, I want to see him do it at a place that has struggled as of late. I just think I just think it's I think it's a hurdle. I think PJ Fleck has Minnesota in a good spot right now. So I know what I'm. I know what I'm buying into. It's it's a yeah. stable program. Matt Rules taking over a program that's not stable. And you know he's doesn't seem to be a guy that wants to stick around for a long time. So I don't know. I just I, I yeah. got, he's one that I got to see it to believe it first. Like like fickle, I can believe because he's done it and he took a team to the playoffs and it's been recent and he's built a lot of consistency there. Matt Rule like a you know get in get out kind of guy and I want to see him stick it out. And I want to see what this program looks like. JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts.
0: at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bowl flavor, full pouches.
4: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to "Playing Dirty: Sports Scandals" on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: That's fair. Um, and to your point, okay, I you know I may be a, a little guilty of not giving Fleck the roses that he deserves for his times at, for his time in Minnesota, especially because he says, "Well, what have you done for me lately?" list like we said and he takes over goes five and seven in year one but then immediately seven six into 11 and two i'm not counting the COVID year where they go three and four because whatever then nine and four nine and four that's it's pretty damn good and he's four and oh in bowl games at minnesota so honestly frince and fleck maybe a little more interchangeable than i was making out to be i still think kirk should be there for longevity as well doing it over time but uh fleck ahead of rule uh, i'm absolutely down with that but rule is after fleck
3: no Rules after Flack. Yes, I will put a okay. rule after Flack. Yes,
2: um, and I'll
3: let and, you, and beautifulness on him.
2: No, look, I just look. I think that Nebraska won football games for a hundred years. Okay, yeah. and I think that that just doesn't disappear. I think this idea that you just can't be successful in um, Lincoln anymore is simply not true. I'm not saying that you're going to win national championships every year, but there is power in that soil, um, and. Matt Rule has proven to be able to turn things around twice, you know? And so that's like as good of a turn. This is the point. Matt Rule's attempting one of the biggest turnarounds in college football history in that we've never seen one of these schools fall from such great heights for such an extended period of time. This is him turning around the Titanic, essentially, whereas... In the past, he's done it on smaller levels, right? Started at Temple and then Baylor. You will never find a better turnaround resume for the ultimate turnaround job. And that makes a lot of sense in my mind. And in the age of NIL, don't tell me you can't get people to Lincoln because people up there will pay. And, you know, I just, in my head, I don't know if this is true. Warren Buffett's a big buster, booster, okay? And he has the most money in the world. Um, next on this list. So PJ Fleck, Matt Rule. Uh, I got Mike Loxley.
3: From Maryland, nice. You too. It's kind of it is it is a pretty big drop from here of of coaches, and it's funny. I mean, Mike Lossley it kind of feels like he's on the hot seat a little bit, but I I I just the hard part is for all these 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 teams and schools is is you do have two of the big biggest brands in college football that are in your conference that are fighting for championships. Everyone, it's kind of like the SEC. You know, everyone's trying to be Georgia, everyone's trying to be Alabama. It's the same thing in this conference. Everyone's trying to be Ohio State. Everyone's trying to be Michigan, and if you're falling short of that, you know you are. Uh, uh, you're done in three or four years. And we're on to the next. It's like at ever. It's rotation, 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 yeah. rotation. Same thing in the SEC. Um, and I think uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just like the SEC. It's just instead of Alabama, Georgia, it's it's yeah. Michigan, Ohio State. But I, I I'm, I'm with you with him next at Mike Boxley. Um
4: he's
3: He's got to win more in the conference he's got to win more in the conference overall record has been great past couple years for for maryland but he just has not been successful at all um and it's kind of hard because you're you're in the east i mean that's a that's a difficult place to be like you're in the hardest yeah they are they are loaded on the east side of the big ten michigan ohio state penn state maryland michigan state i mean it is it's a gauntlet so i understand why you have struggles in conference play but I would still like to see them get over that 500 and be a little bit more consistent there.
2: I, I do want to say that they've gotten um, one conference game better each of the Loxley era. You, they still need to win more, but they started one and eight year one, two and three, three and six, four and five. So there is like yeah. actual improvement, and they run a sexy offense, which is cool. They do uh, number offense. 10 on this list, I got Mel Tucker uh, because, you know, he we've seen the high team go to, and they were high, but. He was ahead of the game in a chaotic time. You know, uh, yes. he climbed that ladder of chaos. Now everybody's caught up, and his message just doesn't appear to be landing like it once did. Uh, who do you have
3: at ten? I got him too. Yeah. Okay. I, I, nice. It's it's a it's, it's, it's we're we're getting really to some um, some questionable coaches from here on out. So it's kind of you know who who's done a little something good is is where I'm putting them.
2: Yeah, okay, so 10-mel Tucker, um, 11, I actually got the young gun, Ryan Walters. And you could say, oh, he should be last because he's unproven, but he's got an interesting resume where um, when you went from Barry Odom to Eli Drinkwitz at Mizzou, he actually kept on Walters, right? He is viewed to be one of the top fast-rising defensive minds in the entire country, 37 years old, kind of a sexy hire at Purdue. And really, the three guys below him, I'm just kind of done with. Like yeah. I think they're past their prime. I think like stick a fork in him, right? So he may not have done uh, anything, Walters, yet, but he has enough of a hot shot reputation combined with the potential to do things. Whereas the three guys below him, I think are just like which is I have shiano twelve, Fitzgerald thirteen, Allen 14. Um, they're just dead in the water to me.
3: Yeah, I, I would must say once you the last three, you make a good case for him uh, before those three, just because like we we know what we're we know what we have with those others. And we know yes. it's not good so exactly. at least let's let's give him an opportunity to prove us that he sucks before we move him to the bottom of the list so um i don't i i think the bottom three are kind of how you whatever you like uh the 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 least so I mean, well i think shiano i think shiano
2: to be atop the i think Shiano has to be atop, atop the um yes atop the the top of in the
3: bottom 22 list. 6 and 20 It just eh. Yeah, but remember Ray Rice. I mean, Uh, Ray Rice was tight. Are you talking about like it's? I mean, I am not trying to compare him to his first. And I am like, what have you done for me now? Like, who do I want coaching today? I mean, I guess Pat hasn't done anything the past couple of years.
2: No, I mean Pat Fitzgerald fell off a cliff. From everybody thinking he's great.
3: Well, I guess we go this: what, what team has what's which, which, which is the spot easiest to get more talent? Northwestern, Indiana, or Rutgers? Like, who's doing Uh, at least the best with what they have? I mean, I don't know what northwest. I mean, Northwestern's about to have a pretty
2: sick stadium. Like they have investment. Like he gets paid a ton of money. Um, I think I think Rutgers is harder. Uh, I may, maybe there's academic requirements in Northwestern, but like I would much rather live in Chicago. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like than I would. What is Rutgers, um, New Jersey? Away
4: New Jersey? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Also, I don't. Really I don't really more. like that like r-
2: r- 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 thing that they do also, either. Like the ultimate, uh, Rutgers more like. Rutgers oh wow um is that a Piscataway thing is that wait, who just, like who even says no Rutgers that is who? Just butt. it's just booty you know oh, I was, oh okay no I'm I'm saying like are, are you making that up or is that something that people said like who hates Rutgers enough to have made up a chant to spite them people who live in New York and look down in New Jersey
3: ah uh, okay okay I see now snobby New Yorkers. I like the last three though. I'll give it to you. It's a it's a tougher play, so I'll give it to him. Um, I mean, those bottom three. That is that is pretty significant. Well, look, Pat, drop, Pat, Pat, Pat Fitzgerald. Though. The
2: only reason why I'm being so hard on him is because, I mean, he had the seven and two COVID year, but all COVID's kind of a wash to me. That is a great year though. It was yep. a great year, but like, I mean, the other years surrounding it: three and nine, three and nine, one and eleven, with 1-11 <laughs> being most recent. So. Ooh. Um, and then Tom Allen, look, Tom Allen's just, he, he had the, the, the one nice Michael Pinnock's year. Um, but you know who the OC was? Kalen DeBoer. Look at what Kalen DeBoer and Michael Penix are doing at Washington. Tom Allen has no other head coaching resume to speak of. His first job was at Indiana. job. Um, Tom Allen's the worst coach in the Big Ten.
3: Yeah, but again, big fat paychecks because of that season. They, they can't fire him because of that either. His oh, really? It's is, like
2: a. Uh, so yes, anybody who offered a big his buyout contract, is
3: twenty five million dollars. They would fire him before the end <sighs> of the season. Twenty million dollars anytime after <laughs> that. It drops to like eight million dollars next year, which is still a pretty big chunk for for Indiana. He Neil brown them. Same thing at WU,
2: Yeah. Who also paid yeah. for a COVID year. The further we get from it, anybody who paid for a COVID year success, you uh, you fucked up. You you just I mean you yeah. you really yep. you 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 used the most out of normal time to make long-term decisions on, and it's burning everybody. Um, all right, there it is. So the list from 14 to 1, Tom Allen, Pat Fitzgerald, 12, Greg Schiano, 11, Ryan Walters, 10, Mel Tucker, 9, Mike Loxley, 8, Matt Rule, 7, P.J. Fleck, 6, Kirk Ferentz five, Brett Bielema, four, James Franklin, three, Luke Fickle, two, Ryan Day, and number one coach in the Big Ten, Jim Harbaugh.
3: Give me my steak. Uh, what? Steak. You love steak. Breakfast, lunch, oh. and dinner. Nice juicy sirloin, medium rare. Speaking of dinner, where do I need to go to dinner tomorrow night?
2: Hold on, Tim out. I don't think I'm aware of this. Um jim harbaugh eat steak every meal of the day
3: no you, you, you always talk about don't eat chicken it's an inferior meat because chicken chicken are scared eat steak oh, instead I forgot,
2: yeah i, about yeah. That. I mean Come that on. is kind of impeccable that is impeccable logic though i mean you are what you eat uh and yeah. obviously you know you i mean i i bet you look at the abs on ohio state i bet you their ass is eating chicken a lot of unseasoned chicken breasts to try to maintain their macro levels, blah, 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 blah. Harbaugh's out here feeding his boys fucking beef and they're beating the shit Oof. out of house because of it.
3: You know, like um, chicken's like the leanest, purest meat with high protein that you could eat. So um
2: Yeah, but it's scared.
3: Okay. Yeah, it's, it's scary.
2: Scared, I, want I want something. Scared I want something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. Now it's time 420 for T-Bob's top five college football coaches stoner eee. list. Da, da, da. Okay. Number five on this list. Um, and for the social media team, you probably want to cut this Theo Vaughn clip to just put in here if you make this into anything. But number five on the 420 stoner coaches list is urban meyer and the theo von quote that always sticks in my head is when they're like uh you know theo's talking he's like man uh my favorite kind of weed was cocaine uh because that's urban meyer okay um if you go at rump do we have the video of urban meyer doing the interview on the big Ten network when he is clearly on a boat and partying and his shirtless friend walks in we do have that video and we're ready for it whenever Uh, you are yeah, play it, play it. Okay, yeah, that was uh, a yeah, right okay. so, you know. Okay, we don't even need sound on this time. thing. But he's on a yacht. Um, it's obviously a very nice yacht that he thought that he could sneak off into the underdeck to do an interview. His shirtless boy walks in. A lot of people call this a bong video. I have looked at this video a ton, and I cannot confirm that there's actually a bong in this video. At one point, the Randy Bobandy gut-looking dude is kind of doing the shoulder thing, like maybe he has one, but then you see he's actually just closing the door. Now, here in a second, he's gonna lift his hand to scratch his nose. And it looks like there could be a lighter in his hand. I'm not 100% sure. What I am 100% sure on is that there was cocaine being done in that boat. Okay. I just know it. I just absolutely know it. And the bottom line with Herb is he's, look, that guy gets it too. Um, Herb is the type of guy that I would be allowed to party with once a year, but any more and my marriage would probably fall apart. And I would love to go hard with Herb once a year, but I mean, Look, you're not on that boat with your boy coming in there fucking with you during the interview if you don't like to get a little fucked up. So, Urban Meyer, (laughs) number five on my uh, 420 coaches stoner list. Um, Number four on the list here, Aaron Murray. I don't think you would have expected this. Gary Patterson, the old TCU coach, Texas assistant. Really? Brum, did did we ever get a clip of uh, Gary Patterson? No, Gary. It's all good. It's all good. Mm-hmm. So um, do you Aaron, do you know anything about Gary Patterson's music? I do not. So Gary Patterson fancies himself a country singer, bro, to the point where he has made um custom written produced songs and music videos. He had Take a Step Back, which was written during COVID and it's all about, you know, loving your family and you know, refining what's important to you is you got to take a step back from what you love and then he had the day i walk away which is a song that he wrote post leaving tcu and it's about leaving football it's very soulful right and he's got this wonderful old um country vibe to him like waylon and you know Willie. and uh he he actually got offered a theater scholarship to wichita state out Mm -hmm. of high school okay and he played in a band for 10 years called walk on easy so let's be clear Gary Patterson is a whiskey man first and foremost, but he likes to smoke weed every now and then. The only issue is when he does smoke weed, he's one of those guys that's like very deep and very soulful. And he just really wants to like get into things and like get into emotion and how he's feeling. And 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 so just, it, it's fine. There's a place like for that. No, 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 no. Uh, I think the next guy on my list, who I've always preferred more, it sounds like is is more of my speed. But like there is a place for that, Gary. So I want to be clear. I'm not judging you, but Gary Patterson number four on the Stoner list. Um uh, Brum, go ahead and throw up the picture of the next man. Number three on the list. Old BB himself. Who do you think it is, Aaron? If you had to guess, who did you have an idea pop into your head when, when we talked o? about Stoner Coach? Co- o? No. Uh oh, oh! See, okay, Cocho's a party. Coach O's a party party boy as well. Don't get me wrong. Um, I don't know if we. There oh. we go. I mean, oh. Brett Bielema, dude, Brett Bielema. So the picture we're looking at is Brett shirtless on the boat partying, uh, with or shirtless somewhere party. Right, everybody's in bathing suits, but no one with this vibe doesn't blow down when drinking, okay? And I mean I mean smoke weed there. Like like this dude just likes to have a good time. I'm not saying he's a stoner. I don't think he is, but when he does smoke nothing affects him he's just so happy like this dude can smoke like three blunts and just be like i'm so high whereas like if i do that i'm gonna get like super anxious i'm like is my heart palpitating like i have so much this is crazy like my head like i know what works for me i've learned my dosage all that sort of stuff not this dude brett bielma could smoke the fattest strongest blunt in the world and he'd just laugh and he'd have a great time and then he would go and he would munch out and, and all topic, you know, all chatter is going to be surface level, Ribbon, having fun, Brett Bielema, number three stoner. I mean, do you disagree here?
3: No. I, this pitcher is, all you, that pitcher is all you needed to make. <laughs> I, I really thought it was about to be a shirtless pitcher of Coach O, though I'm kind of surprised that he's not on this.
2: No, no, no. I mean, let's wow. – okay, hmm. Uh Well, O's, O's sober now, too. So, so O went through it. But nah. but he was in he was in Miami. During the heyday if that gives you any idea maybe what the speed of, of of what we were talking about was going down in miami back in the day uh, all right number two on this list your boy the georgia man former georgia man dan lanning and once again we return to the dan lanning love handle tattoo uh because quite frankly brahm if you can bring the picture up there's just no way that you're not a stoner like this is the most stoned um token like oh i really want to show You'd my wife that we're getting that God that's bless. what i'm saying this man obviously loves me this is a stoner notion of expressing love right here and it's very sweet but aaron there is a key detail let's go a step further there's a key detail within the tattoo that really tells us what we need to know and if you look on his wife's neck there's a boomerang why is there a boomerang because him and his wife met in high school working at the outback steakhouse and we all know if you're a high schooler working at outback steakhouse you are absolutely smoking weed you're yeah he's he's young he's going to age where t stigmatized he's behind right out back by the trash can hey dan throw away the trash all right as he's out there (laughs) like a hundred thousand percent and now he's in oregon and now he's in oregon yeah. so that's dan lanning your number two stoner
3: and the uh, did you ever catch him smoking weed when he was in athens i would never caught a single coach in my life smoking weed all right number one give me conference and if they're still coaching they're not still coaching um, um he's a west coach
2: coach he's probably the chillest coach in the world and he's one of the coolest Pete people Carroll? to hang out with ever uh i thought about carol but uh, defensive minded perfect
3: i I know know, i i thought he's laid back on the beach super cool vibe i agree
2: but i don't think he's a stoner um this is a guy that you know and you love very much musical rick new yeah rick new born in the sec (laughs)
4: they were born in the sec don't make them think about it logically, they were born in the SEC, yeah. I grew up loving the Crimson Tide, shed a tear the day Bear died, sure I'm loving Coach Nicky, he's right. I like my football, Southern pride.
2: Yeah. Born in the SEC. All right, all right, all right, all right. So, toast is up. that right there is but a snippet of Rick Newheisel's Born in the SEC, which is actually very worth checking out. It's a very funny parody song. There's Stairway to the Playoffs. He's got the West Coast vibes. Uh, I can picture him playing guitar around the fire, toes in the sand, warm green on the face. We're very having clearly like loves beers. The
4: grateful
2: Yes, we're ha- yes, yes, exactly. Right. Um, yeah, he does mushrooms as well. Let's be clear about that. Um, <laughs> into, into organic produce, just uh, the, the chillest and best dude to hang out with while you're on the West Coast. But also you're like incredibly successful stoner, right? Not a beach bum. Right. He's like outside of his Malibu beach house playing the guitar, toes in the sand. So there it is. Your staff's official top five 420 stoner coaches list. Meyer, Patterson. Belama, Lanning, Neuheisel—something that you still, will
3: get nowhere else. Uh, I think you're missing a couple, but I, I do like the list. No,
2: no, no! Give me, give me! Come on, give me them because I just feel like I just yelled it. I just like vomited. That I, I feel like forever. Mike Leach.
3: I, I think Mike Leach would have been the best mm. one. I just see him just just philosophizing, philosophizing, philosophizing. Yes, philosophizing. yes.
2: Is that right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. No. My, Mike. Mike Leach just is getting that, Super of, stoned. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's going to be the blow your mind stoner where you yeah. know you're going to start to get high, and he's going to start to tell you some historical tangent or story that, that you're just going to come away with and be like, "What the? F- I've never even considered that before." <laughs> um, so Leach's vibes are absolutely there. And look, Urban Meyer, Leech's to be fair, there. he 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 could be taken off, and you could put Leach on, and and I don't think the list would be wrong um, at all. Uh, all right, that'll do it for today's so oh Nick says, two how about a ganja bowl game and the players get high? Um, You know, let's, uh, let's like put any actual guys concerns high. aside, uh, not during the game, not during I don't the game. Know, man. I had some
3: true. dudes in the NFL that showed up pretty high to the damn locker. And I'm like, my God, good for you.
2: Wow. Well, I've seen it in practice. I've never, I haven't seen it. I, I never, I never, we never, I never saw it in a game. It was too high in college. Everything was too structured. Um, I'll never forget that. Remember the awesome show Playmakers on ESPN back in the day? Yeah. And I think it was like L.O. Cozy, like smoking crack at halftime. So yeah. It's yeah. what a different world that the NFL allows Playmakers so to be made. That was so
3: stream of a show. <laughs> I mean, like one of the first episodes, dude shoving a tube down his I wouldn't say out
2: to- because
0: uh, notice there was not a season two of Playmakers.
2: Well, yeah. no, but I mean, the fact that it even, like, that they didn't have, like, editorial, you know, um, what, what, Final Cut or something, Brum? Like the fact that they ever let that first season hit the airwaves is shocking. Correct with this yes. content, oh, obviously. It never made anniversary coming up in August. Shut up, playmakers! Uh, all right, that's going to do it, boys. That's a Big Ten list. Put the graphic out. Put the SEC one out. That's a top five. stoner list. Um, Aaron, you have a great weekend. I will see you tomorrow. Uh, maybe a little snaps dinner? Huh? That could be fun. Hey, and let's then, go. Um, oh, that's what we're doing, dude. We're do okay. You should come. Uh, we'll talk about off there. All right. And then a uh, huge thank you to Ryan Brumley, Paul Farrington, Pat Gunter, Danny Cardenas, Adam Gracia. Um, gracias for everything y'all do for Snaps. And look for everybody hanging out with us here in the chat, man. Uh, we hope you have fun every day. If you enjoy the show, hit the like button, sub to the video, tell your friends about it, rate, review, wherever you listen to pods. And we will see you back on Monday for a brand new episode of Snaps. Y'all have a great weekend.